Okay, okay, okay. A lot of ins, a lot of outs here. It is uh, Monday, April 12th. And uh, if you can see me, then that means the new setup works. Uh, as you can see, there is a little bit of a new setup. There's a lot of changes. I'm actually working on a video for those of you who support me and support the show uh, over there on Patreon. It's, uh, you know, when I hit this button, it's going to kill the little background music, but that's okay. No one cares. You can go to patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. Support me, support the show. I have noticed a rise in the, those of you who are supporting me. And, and it's uh, it's wonderful because... This is how I make a living. I just want to be clear about that. This is it. What you guys support to me, you want to know how much I make? Go to patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. That's it. Buy me one of these. They're not too expensive. Give me a buck a month, five bucks a month. I think five a month is reasonable being that I do these shows like all week long and I put a lot of work into them for you because I care about this thing. And man alive, do I have a lot of news and a lot of great stuff. And of course, lots of crazy thoughts and opinions about it all. But wait a minute, who am I? That's right. I'm Dan Benjamin. You can follow me here on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere at Dan Benjamin. Uh, however, uh, Periscope, I think, and Twitter, I don't know if that still works. I don't know if it's gone. Uh, but yes, Alex is saying the Patreon folks got some pretty pictures, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And I'm working on a video. We're going to explain what all of this stuff is here that you see before you or that you can't see, but that you will see. But Bad news, the soundboard is kaput right now. He's uh, he's right here, or she, is it he or she? I never thought, uh, but it's got problems. Basically, this iPad used to be my kid's iPad and uh, the charger on it is busted. So I have tape and, and string putting tension on it so that it makes contact. And that just came off a little bit in setting things back up which basically means it didn't get any power, which means over the weekend it ran out of juice. And so, oh, maybe it's back. <laughs> uh, if I could even remember what my password is on this. So that worked. Okay, let's see if we maybe do have any sounds. Can can we hear? No, I don't I don't know if we're hearing anything. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna worry about it. This time no one came in here and changed anything. It was me. But let's go in and, and, and we'll just get started and do the news. Oh, and before I forget, uh, like and subscribe and ring the little bell, especially now with Periscope gone or going away and Twitter not working. Uh, this is our concern, dude. You have to manually come here and subscribe. So smash the like button to that uh, tweaks the algorithms and tells YouTube that y'all are here. That was a lot. But you know what? It's been a, it's been a minute since I've been here. So the recap was useful and helpful, I hope. So uh, let's uh, let's go to some news. Some very very important. Listen, <laughs> I like that even the Guardian has a sense of humor about this. Major White House news: Biden's dog to receive anti-biting training off-site. <laughs> um, presidential pet, a rescue dog, has and they have quotes around it. Nipped two staff members. <laughs> they say additional training is needed for the dog. I just want to let you guys know. This is big news. This is breaking news today. Uh, there were two separate biting incidents, uh, and uh, and 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 he's got to go. He's got to go get special training. It says Major, who's the name of the dog, will undergo some additional training to help him adjust to life in the White House. Uh, yeah. So there you go with that. I just wanted to open with that. I can't do. I'm, do you see me reaching for the soundboard? <laughs> I need to replace it and uh, I don't have the money to do that right now. So it's just an old soundboard and we won't have it until I figure out what's going on. Um, 
Pence apparently has reemerged, laying the groundwork for a 2024 presidential run. Did you hear about that? That struck me as a little bit odd. I don't think anyone even knew what Pence did for the four years that Trump was in office. Can you tell me something that Pence did? I'm sorry. I'm not playing a game. I'm legitimately asking you, what did Pence do? What did he do during those four years? He was, I mean, yeah, I get the thing that vice presidents are kind of invisible anyway, a lot of the time, but I don't even remember anything that he did. And that's not a criticism against Pence. It's actually, if anything, showing how the media focused almost exclusively on Trump. Uh, but that's interesting. Uh, it says that he's re-entering life now. <laughs> I didn't know he left for a potential run for the White House in 2024. He's writing op-eds. He's delivering speeches. He's launched an advocacy group that will focus on promoting the Trump administration's accomplishments. Okay. I just got to report it. Got to talk about it. And I keep wanting to hit the soundboard, but can't do it. Can't do it today. Uh, Biden plans to connect every American to broadband in a new infrastructure package. It sets aside $100 billion for the effort. Did you hear about this? It's a sweeping infrastructure plan. This happened weeks ago, but I still have to talk about it a little because this one's interesting. I'm trying to only cover the news. It's happened very recently because I know it's been a little while. I was rebuilding everything. Everything came apart. I had to go back together again. Uh, but this was the $2 trillion American jobs plan. And part of it is $100 billion for broadband. Um, that's a lot. Uh, but will it be enough? And what does this mean? He's calling for 100% broadband coverage by the end of the decade and prioritizes networks affiliated with local governments, nonprofits and cooperatives and promises funding for projects on tribal lands. Everybody needs internet and he wants it to be affordable and maybe even cheap and, or maybe even free. Okay. Uh, interestingly, he also singled out at the same time, Amazon for not paying federal taxes uh, again, this was a week or so ago, but he was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he spoke about raising the burden of taxes on multinational companies and hiking the corporate tax rate. But he specifically called out Amazon uh, as one of the 91 Fortune 500 companies that, in quotes, use various loopholes where they pay not a single solitary penal, pen, penny in federal tax income. Uh, and this is in sharp contrast to uh, middle-class families, which pay over 20% tax rates. Shouldn't Amazon have to pay taxes? And wait, how are they not paying taxes? He said, quote, I don't want to punish them, but that's just wrong. In response, an Amazon spokesperson pointed to a tweet on research and development tax credits by Jay Carney, the company's public policy and communications chief and a former White House press secretary, uh, it says, if the R&D tax credit is a loophole, it's certainly one Congress strongly intended. The R&D tax credit has existed since 1981, was extended 15 times with bipartisan support, and was made permanent in 2015 in a law signed by President Obama. After paying $0 in federal taxes for two years, Amazon started paying federal income tax in 2019. But it seems like Biden doesn't like Amazon for a few reasons. He said that... Um, in June of 2019, he named Amazon again specifically and said no company making billions in profits should pay a lower rate than firefighters and teachers. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I don't think that that's a fair comparison. What we pay as civilians, if you will, versus what a company pays, there are different laws around that. But here in the United States, we treat a company, essentially a company is an entity. It's almost like a person. 
but the way that they're taxed is differently. But again, this is one of those very interesting contrasts where you have a company that's isn't Amazon like the second or the third most valuable um, uh, like company in the world. Don't they have trillions? You would think that they should be taxed and that they should uh, STFU about paying taxes, honestly. Um, someone I was talking to recently was telling me that they will not use Amazon for anything. Are you one of those people who, who boycotts Amazon because of bad practices or, you know, uh, warehouse issues? We have a little a bit coming up on Amazon in a few minutes, but I'm curious to know, are you somebody who boycotts them? And if you do, how do you survive? I don't shop anywhere in stores anymore. I get everything from Amazon and I feel bad about it, but like you kind of got to do it. Okay. Um, there was a poll, an APNORC poll, that says Biden was bolstered by strong marks on the pandemic. It says Americans are broadly supportive of President Joe Biden's early handling of the coronavirus pandemic and approval of his stewardship of the economy has ticked up following passage of the $1.9 trillion relief bill. They say that uh, he they are critical on things like guns and immigration, but that overall, because he's outlined those issues, uh, that they're okay with it. So here is a little chart because, you know, you're supposed to believe all the charts that you see online. And uh, it's showing a percentage of people who approve how Biden handled his job as president. And this just shows 96% of Democrats in 2021 uh, approve. Uh, All adults is 61% and Republicans 22%. Surprise, I thought it would have been higher for the Republicans. No, I didn't. Uh, okay, well, we, we know that uh, Prince Philip has passed away. You know, you heard about that sad news. Uh, but uh, there's this low-key ceremony that they are doing or maybe perhaps have already done. Okay, it already happened, I think. But um, it says that he died peacefully at Windsor Castle on Friday morning. He was 99 years old, the nation's longest-serving consort, consort, which is what they call if you are a spouse of a reigning monarch. It sounds a little bit like you know, like the thing in, in China when the emperor would have multiple consorts. I, I don't know. That's just the, the term that they use. But it's sad news. He was at home. He died, I think they said, in his sleep. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've got to mention that uh, because it happened. And it's sad. Uh, remember when I was telling you about the gun, the whole thing with the guns? Uh, because whenever they talk about any kind of gun laws or gun restrictions, upcoming gun restrictions, everybody freaks out and goes and buys guns. It's actually really good for the gun industry whenever the U.S. government says, we're going to do some gun restrictions. Uh, here's some proof of that. This is actually a couple weeks old. But gun background checks soared to a record in March following mass shootings and gun control bills. The FBI conducted more background checks for firearms purchases in March. Uh, than in any month so far this year. 4.7 million Americans initiated gun background checks, a 36% increase. Let me explain this. If you if, if you don't understand guns or you don't know how guns work in America or you're not in America, let me explain how this works. Here in America, we have something called the Second Amendment, which guarantees Americans the right if they want to bear arms. It means it can go and buy a gun. You have to be a certain age and you have to have uh, you have to sign some forms and they have to do a background check on you in many places, in most places. And uh, usually this just makes sure that you're not a criminal. So you can go in and fill that out. And then depending on what state you live in and other things, sometimes you can buy the gun instantly and walk out with it. 
In other places, there's a waiting period that you have to follow. Here in Texas, I think they give you a gun at every stop sign or stop. No, it's just stop lights. It's not stop signs. I'm sorry, I was wrong. But if you pull up to, to a stoplight, you can put your hand on and they'll hand you a gun. You don't have to fill out anything. Makes it much easier to get guns here in Texas. But other places, it's a wee bit more restrictive. Uh, but uh, it, wherever you need to get a background check, 4.7 million Americans uh, responded to that. So uh, not a surprise. I predicted it and I'm always right. Uh, so the SpaceX Mars rocket prototype exploded during its test flight. Most of y'all saw this anyway, but we talk about these things here anyway. Uh, hold on. We don't know. You're going to show an ad, aren't you? I know there's you're going to show. Yeah, there's the ad. So we won't show you the ad. But connected. Everyone. Why is it still? Everywhere. Where everyone is included. Okay, forget what? it. Then. If you're going to play the audio, we can't show it. But anyway, the rocket busted itself up. Uh, okay, now it is time for COVID. Now, are you guys hearing? Are you guys hearing the the soundboard when I play it? I'm not hearing it. I don't know if you're hearing it. Anyway, I played a soundbite. Tell me if you heard it. If you did, then I'll play more. Uh, Jeff M in the chat room is saying that uh, he makes an effort to shop local for at least some percentage of his purchases, or is recommending that to us. I will always buy something at a local shop if I can. I'm not, uh, you know, but I'm talking about like if my choice is like go to Target or or some other big store like that, I'll always go to Amazon. But if I can buy it at like a mom and pop store, a locally owned store, a local chain. Okay, they said no sound bites. Fine. And uh, Andy, I'm sorry if the audio level is low for you. Um, I'm looking at it and it's normal-ish looking, but... I'll mess with that later. You never know. Oh, you know, maybe I could turn I can turn this knob up a little bit. How did that do? I can turn the knob way up and maybe that did something and maybe not. Hold on. I'm going to keep turning the knob. How about that? Is that better? Does that make you feel better? I can even go up to here. What do you think about that? All right, we'll see. Now it's going to be too loud. People will complain. I rebuilt everything. Did I mention that? That I literally, everything came apart. And everything is back together. So there's always going to be a little something wrong. Germany is restricting the AstraZeneca use in under 60-year-olds uh, over the clot thing. I told you about that. That's all we need to really talk about. I'm just mentioning it. Uh, AstraZeneca may be not cool. The Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, they say they're very effective in real-world conditions at preventing infections reported by the CDC. Thank you, Maggie. I'm going to leave it right there. Uh, the coronavirus vaccines... Uh, at preventing symptomatic and asymptomatic infections under real-world world conditions. They said it is consistent with the clinical trials that they saw. It prevents 90% of infections by two weeks after the second shot. One dose prevented 80% of infections by two weeks after that shot. So if you've only got your first shot, you're 80%. Uh, but it's not really like 80%. It's actually higher than that in a weird way. I don't understand the math, but you're very, it's very unlikely that you can get it, even with just the one vaccination. Uh, I'm on the list waiting to, uh, to get mine, not jumping lines and not driving five hours to Corpus Christi, like some people to go and get the shot. I can't, I can't do it. I might if I had that luxury, but I don't. And I'm a little jealous. Um, so there's an article here that I found that I put in the show notes. Show notes, by the way, can be found at, uh, at uh, danbenjamin.live. Go to the most recent show. Is this 72, I think? Um, 
if you want to read this in depth, but it's a really good article talking about returning to normal means recalibrating my brain. The pandemic's retreat doesn't necessarily mean life will get easier for people with OCD. And this article really goes into detail talking about people with OCD and how is it hurt them or help them? Are they more? F- Here's the thing for me as sort of a recovering germaphobe OCD person, which I don't really have anymore in the same way. The pandemic has made things better for me because people are finally paying attention to washing their hands and to breathing and and wearing masks and all this stuff. I feel safer as somebody with kind of a germaphobic OCD issue. I actually feel better going out into the world now than I used to. Of course, I'm concerned about getting uh, coronavirus like we all should be, but I actually feel safer otherwise out in the world. Interesting. Okay, glad you guys like the audio better. Now, so anyway, go read that article if that's interesting to you. I don't want to spend too much time here because I still have like uh, 50 million more links to do. Oh, look, let's let's play the game with uh, with CNN to see if we can read the headline. Are you just watching this? Uh, I can't do theater of the mind soundbite, but look, wh- at what point are you going to show? Oh, now you'll show me the Okay, great. Uh, so here's another article saying that uh, the COVID-19, the Pfizer one, they just did this with the Pfizer test, that it will remain highly effective after six months. So at least six months of protection from Pfizer. They didn't test Moderna because the study was done in Israel where they pretty much only did a uh, Alexa stop where they pretty much only did the Pfizer vaccine nationally. What is, what is Alexa doing? Alexa, stop. Stop. Okay, it's, what does flashing yellow mean? <laughs> I don't even know. So anyway... Eight months or more if you were sick, if you had COVID, six months or more if you have the vaccine. So I was talking to a friend of mine about this and she said, wait a minute, does that mean I'm going to need to get a booster shot every six months? And I think what they're thinking, and correct me if I'm wrong down below in the comments. The but, aviation uh, industry has come together to get people out Wait. into the world. Stop ads. Thanks, CNN or Fox or whoever you are. Uh, but basically, if you get the shot, what, you're going to need a booster? Does anyone know? Does anyone in the chat, can anyone fact check me on that and tell me? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Tyler says flashing yellow means you need to treat it like a stop sign. (laughs) Okay. Um, Here's another, another, uh, another study that came out. This is in the times.co.uk, whatever. Uh, It says that Moderna also antibodies they're saying will last six months at least as well. But what are you supposed to do? Do you get a booster? Fauci says the U.S. may not need AstraZeneca's vaccine at all. And this is the one that's been under scrutiny, the one that they're thinking that maybe isn't so great, but it's like the one Europe has. They're saying U.S. Isn't, doesn't even going to need it. Here's a really good study. It says exhaled aerosol increases with COVID-19 infection, age, and obesity. Uh, basically, they're, what they're doing in this study here, and it's one of these like really detailed studies at PNAS.org, P-N-A-S. Go read PNAS.org. Uh, saying that the super spreaders, they still think the super spreaders are the ones who are really spreading all of this, but they also uh, they also say that uh, the droplets that are uh, generated uh, from surfaces of airway mucus during process of respiration within hosts infected by severe acute respiratory syndrome, which is COVID, um, it says they studied respiratory droplet generation and exha- that was exhaled in human and non-human primate subjects with and without COVID-19 infection to see exactly how it works. They observed that 18% of human subjects accounted for 80% of the exhaled bioaerosol of the group. 
reflecting a super spreader distribution of bioaerosol analogous to a classical 2080 super spreader of infection distribution. But this is what they, they get into it. And they actually say that the older you are and the fatter you are, the more you spread. Not making this up, guys. This is in the PNAS. So go look at your PNAS and uh, you'll see what I'm talking about here. But basically, the older you are and the fatter you are, the more of a spreader you are. And if you're both, you're even more. So go read that. Go read it. And again, as I, as I discuss this stuff, it really does seem, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an epidemiologist, and I don't work for the CDC, but it really does seem like the way that people get coronavirus, for the most part, is inside of enclosed indoors, enclosed environments, without amazing ventilation and in close proximity to one another. That's the way that most people get it. It does not seem like you get it outdoors very easily. It, it's possible, but that doesn't seem like where you get it. It seems, and they are also saying, and this is my, this is my analysis here, but it seems like the way that most people are getting it is in those conditions and mostly within families and in homes and in that kind of situation. Yes, you could get it probably outside and I'm sure it's possible, but that's not where most people are getting it. And that's not the way that you get it. It's possible to get it that way, but that's not the way that most people get it. Israel data shows South African variant is able to break through the Pfizer vaccine. Another sensationalized headline that should scare you until you read the article and you see that that's not really the deal. The real deal here is that it's better at infecting someone who's been vaccinated than the non-South African variant. That's what that means. It doesn't mean that if you've got a vaccination that you can still automatically get it. It means it's possible for you to get it. So my question again is, what happens then? What what does that mean? Does that mean that we're going to need booster shots as things evolve? And how many are we going to need? Are we just going to need to get these shots every six months? Are we going to need to get them forever? Are we just kind of trying to ride out this wave toward herd immunity until the coronavirus just kind of fades away? Are there going to be resurgences? Is it going to be yearly like the flu? Who knows? Well, the Johnson Johnson vaccine has been suspended in a Georgia site after eight people had adverse reactions to it. A lot of people have adverse reactions, apparently, compared to Moderna and Pfizer to the Johnson & Johnson one. And the friend that I had that got the Johnson & Johnson one was sick for like half a week in his house, felt horrible after he got it, recovered from that. But I don't know. Uh, I like this one, this headline here. Uh, Fauci says that he's not sure why Texas doesn't have a COVID uptick after we got rid of the masks here, after Abbott said masks are optional. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you why, Fauci, why I think. Everybody that I know is still wearing masks. Nothing has changed. Every store that I go into, which is not admittedly that many, but everywhere that I go, everyone's still wearing masks. So it might not be required here anymore, but everyone's still doing it. Or at least they're doing it here in Austin. I don't know what's going on in maybe the more... Republican areas like maybe Dallas or some of the other surrounding areas. But here in Austin, I can tell you everywhere I go, everyone's still wearing masks. I have not seen anyone not wearing masks. So good, good on us for ignoring the idiocy of the recommendations by Governor Abbott uh, and still wearing masks. Um, here's an interesting article that came out. Uh, it's This is a couple weeks old, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Should masking last beyond the pandemic? Flu and colds are down, spurring a debate. This is an article over on NPR. And they're basically just saying, 
you know, and of course these are anecdotal, but quote, we don't know anybody that has gotten the flu. I don't know of a student that has gotten strep throat. Do you know anybody that is sick with anything right now? Let's not talk about COVID. I'm just talking about the other stuff that people get, colds, the flu, strep throat, other things. Do you know anyone that has anything right now? Knock on wood, I don't. And I'll tell you what, my kids haven't gotten sick and I can't remember how long. It's been a long time. So I'm not saying we should all walk around with masks on. Uh, please no, uh, beyond the time that we need it. But maybe, and I was talking with Merlin about this on Back to Work last week, maybe this will inspire people to do what they do in Asian nations, which is if you're sick or you think you're sick, put a freaking mask on. Okay, let's talk about some entertainment news because I got a bunch of that. How far are we into? Already at 26 minutes. It's going to be a long episode. Sorry, guys. Maybe you like that. You know what? Maybe what you can do is you can like and subscribe. See that? And, and hit the little bell right there because then you'll know when I'm coming on, especially with Periscope gone. And you know what? I'll support me. It makes a big difference. I have bills to pay. You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. Your donations matter. It's my salary. I only make as much as y'all give me. And it's more than just this can. It's actually all the regular bills that I have to pay. Go to patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is apparently uh, a beloved actor starring in a show called Fleabag that I have never seen. I'm not familiar with her work at all. She's going to be opposite Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones 5, the movie that uh, truly nobody wanted. Uh, but here it is. Here it is. Disney confirmed the casting news of production on the film set to begin later in the summer. That's uh, going to be by James Mangold, uh, who directed Logan. Uh, Steven Spielberg is going to executive produce. Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marsh also executive producing. And guess who's back? It's John Williams coming back as a composer on the film. And here's the quote. I'm thrilled to be starting a new adventure, collaborating with the dream team of all-time great filmmakers, Mangold said via statement. Stephen, Harrison, Kathy, Frank, and John are all artistic heroes of mine. When you add Phoebe, a dazzling actor, brilliant creative voice, and the chemistry she will undoubtedly bring to our set, I can't help but feel as lucky as Indiana Jones himself. Because, you know what? That's how real people talk. I talk like that in regular world. Don't you? Anyway, uh, apparently this beloved actor is going to bring something great to this movie and perhaps... Uh, people will like that. I couldn't be less excited about this film, and I don't know why. I liked the first two Indiana Jones films. Third one was fine. The third one was fine. Bummer, though. Uh, American Gods has been canceled at Stars. There will be no season four, but maybe they're going to do a TV movie, or maybe they're going to do a thing. I loved this show, American Gods. Here's a here's a picture. Um, the first season, amazing. The second season, okay. The latest season, fine. I don't blame them for canceling season four, but I would like to tie up some loose ends. Another thing by Neil Gaiman uh, that, that was really, really great if you read the book, uh, but maybe didn't translate into something that was as popular on TV, but still, I would have liked to have seen it wrapped up. Uh, but you know what has been renewed for season seven? By stars, Outlander. Everyone loves Outlander. Before season six has even come out, everyone loves Outlander. Now, I've watched Outlander. My mom made me watch this thing. Um, but uh, it's it's an interesting interesting show. It's, it's interesting. I'm not the target audience for the show. I'll give you that. But it, uh, it, it's well acted and people love it. 
and there's nudity in the first couple seasons, which I think is there to sort of bring people to the show the same way that it was there to bring people into Game of Thrones. And then they stop with the nudity once they've hooked you. It's just an observation. I would not know anything about that. Uh, but it's back. Um, okay. So did you hear? This is out of order. I apologize. I was supposed to cover this at the top of the show with the political kind of news. But they're saying that Mossad is behind the cyber attack on Iran's Natanz nuclear facility. There was a damaged building. There was a fire that broke out at this nuclear facility. And now they're blaming the Mossad or the Mossad is taking credit. This was an extensive damage that was done to Iran's uh, main uranium enrichment facility. And uh, it is not really clear exactly what happened, but Iran admitted on Sunday that the so-called accident was a result of a terrorist, what they're calling a terrorist act. So this is a story that I'll be following in more detail as more information comes out, because this kind of thing is very interesting to me. Um, But that was supposed to be at the top of the show. So sorry. Uh, Comcast is uh, thinking about pulling Universal's movies from HBO Max and Netflix. Hmm, because why? They have their own streaming service called Peacock. Did you know that? No, you didn't. Because why? Nobody's signed up for Peacock. So of course they want to pull all their content and get people to sign up. You know, this is one of those things we have created a monster here. Why? Because we complained about cable television for so long. And how wouldn't it be wonderful if we cut the cord and we had all these great streaming services and everything? Yes, of course, it would be amazing. Wouldn't it be amazing? It would be amazing if we had that. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yes. But now we're going to be paying $15 or $20 a month to 5, 10, 20 different companies to get the content that we want. And I hear people saying, wouldn't it be nice if there was a way that you could just have all that content in in one place called what cable TV maybe. Okay. Anyway, Comcast is talking about pulling that. So what, what does that mean? They don't really have a list of the shows that they would be pulling, but it's everything by those guys. So maybe that will happen and we'll have yet another service that we have to sign up for. Um, interesting. Netflix bought knives out sequels. Did you see knives out? I thought it was an entertaining movie. It wasn't great. It was fine. It was one of the last movies I saw in the theater, I think, before the pandemic. But Netflix paid $450 million for the rights to Knives Out 2 and 3, the two next follow-ups to the 2019 murder mystery. Um, they think it's going to be a good bet, though. Knives Out made $311.4 million in the theater on a $40 million budget. But... Netflix has these. So does that mean that they're just going to be streaming or are they going to go out into movie theaters as well? That's not very clear, uh, but it does seem like it could. And sometimes what Netflix will do is they'll release something into a movie theater just for a day or two, just for just to make a point to say it's in the theaters and then then they'll pull it. So I'll have to wait. Uh, an interesting, speaking of movies, the Space Jam sequel trailer showed Clockwork Orange dudes in it yeah uh so they got rid of Pepe Le Pew because he's a misogynistic creep but they kept a shot of the droogs from Clockwork Orange and here they are in the crowd you can see it right here um these guys maybe are even worse than Pepe Le Pew if you've seen Clockwork Orange so yeah um 
Oh, uh, Kim Kardashian is officially a billionaire because of Skims and KKW Beauty. I'm also going to be launching my own line, clothing line and beauty line uh, so that I can get in on this because none of y'all support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. Uh, was it Brianne? Did you, did you send me this article about aliens, alien three and alien resurrection being remastered in 4k for 4k Blu-ray and Disney plus release? Well, it's true. Uh, they have launched star. This is the adult section of their streaming network. And, uh, there were films that weren't in there like aliens, alien three and alien resurrection. Well, alien has already a 4k remaster, which is great. But these are coming. They'll be there sometime in 2022, again, on Blu-ray and also on their streaming service. And uh, and I think that's great. Uh, wonderful. I was not a big fan of uh, Alien Resurrection or Alien 3, but Aliens, plural, is one of my favorite all-time sci-fi movies. Speaking of sci-fi, this is a good one. I should have a bell right here to ring or something or a sound effect that I can't do. But, oh boy. Star Trek Picard, John Delancey's coming back as Q. Oh man, this makes me so happy. I Not only do we get a new season of Star Trek Picard that's coming out sometime in 2022, they're already in production, but we got Q back. I'm so excited about that. I love it. Very excited. Sorry, but that's awesome. And yes, it was Brienne. That, uh, oh, and thank you, C. Van Anderson. You like the uh, the decor. Everything is new here. Everything has changed. Everything is changed. I even got a new lens on the Panasonic GH4. Yeah. They're saying uh, here that in this article that computers will soon be able to write film scripts by analyzing popular movie tropes. And, uh, and they will be able to uh, basically create film scripts for us that we will like even better than... Things written by human beings. Are we that formulaic? Are we as humans that predictable? Yes. Yes, we are. There was a data lease lease or leak with Clubhouse. Did you hear about that? 1.3 million scraped user records leaked online for free. But this is interesting. They're saying that um, they said, Clubhouse said that there was no data breach. However, 1.3 million Clubhouse user records were leaked. But here's what they're saying. That Clubhouse is saying that it wasn't actually a leak, that nothing was breached, and that it was simply scraped from Clubhouse using some kind of a bot or something. But it contains your user ID, name, photo URL, your username, Twitter handle, Instagram handle, number of followers, number of people filed by the user, account creation date, and who you were invited by. But all of this stuff is right there on your profile. Now, you can now see this all in one, basically one database. So I guess you could do something with that information, but it's not like private information. It's not like passwords were hacked. Um, it was just available to anyone by their API. They didn't even have to scrape it. They just plug into the API and got all the information. I could write a script to do that in a few minutes or hour. You could too. It's just using the Clubhouse API. And they're like, what's the secret? Clubhouse said, this is misleading and false. Clubhouse has not been breached or hacked. The data referred to is all public profile information from our app, which anyone can access via the app or our API. So not really a story, is it? No. 
Uh, Facebook is officially testing a beta testing hotline, which is their clubhouse inspired audio Q and a feature. This was the one they were going to call fireside, uh, fireside.fm. You heard of that? Yes. It's the best podcast hosting and analytics platform in the world, in the world, fireside.fm. But they were going to call this thing fireside. Instead, they're calling it hotline. But that's all I'm going to say about it because I'm not interested in it or anything that Facebook does. Um, Apple's WWDC conference is coming back. Isn't that cool? But of course, it's going to be an all online format. It happens this year, 2021, June 7th through June 11th. Again, all online. I do enjoy watching the keynote and that's about all that I enjoy watching because I'm not really doing any Apple specific software development anymore these days. Uh, But people seem to really like the online format. And I'll tell you, I thought that a lot of their online keynotes, online only keynotes and stuff have been really great. Speaking of Apple, and I would hit my little Apple soundboard to get the lemon grab sound. Can't do that. Mac shipments more than doubled in the first three months of 2021 compared to the same period in 2020. Neat. Uh, Basically, I think people are saying it's a lot because of the M1 chip and how fast that is. I know I would like to get a new Mac myself. I certainly could use a couple new devices. But until you all support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin, I'm not going to be able to do that. So you can do that if you'd like. Spotify is launching its own Clubhouse competitor. Surprise! They're going to be focusing on live music, cultural, and sports conversations. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. But basically, they acquired a company called Betty Labs. Betty Labs. I named my truck Betty. Uh, The company behind the live sports audio app Locker Room. Spotify did not disclose how much it spent on the purchase, but yeah, they all want to get into this business. Uh, now, remember at the top of the show, I told you that Amazon was going to talk about the uh, the whole peeing in the <laughs> peeing in the bottles thing. They say that it's real. They're deflecting blame for it. But for two weeks, they said, no, our workers definitely do not have to pee in bottles while at work. Now they said, well, sometimes they do pee in bottles while at work. Company's original claim was a sassy reply to the U.S. Representative Mark Pokin. That's your name, dude, on Twitter, who had tweeted criticism about Amazon calling itself progressive when it famously anti, uh, it's famously very, very anti-union. And it said, uh, they said, if you, you don't really believe that peeing in bottles thing, do you? If that were true, nobody would work for us. The truth is we have over a million incredible employees around the world who are proud of what they do and have great wages and healthcare from day one. And later they said that uh, actually they do in bottles, but they're kind of saying this is a long-standing industry-wide issue. It's not just us. It's not just Amazon. It's everybody who drives a delivery truck. They all have to pee in bottles and poop in bags. Cloudflare has made Cloudflare pages generally available. So what is Cloudflare Pages? It is a fat, what they say, a fast, secure, and free way for front-end developers to build, host, and collaborate on Jamstack sites. Do you know what a Jamstack site is? Of course not. But this is a way to kind of build a website and then you can use Git and you can push it out to them. And uh, and that is a thing that lets you basically now create websites that are hosted on Cloudflare uh, without you having to like really do anything. So think of something kind of like Squarespace, who's a sponsor of mine or Wix or something like that. Uh, go check it out. Uh, the, the links are over at uh, danbenjamin.live slash, I think we said 72. Didn't we say 72? Um, 
So uh, Charlie N says in a very antagonistic way here in the chat room, there seem to be 150 patrons, but uh, only 25 live viewers on YouTube. How is this? None of y'all I'll tell you because uh, there are thousands upon thousands of views of this, not necessarily just live. Uh, people listen to the podcast version, the audio only version, and many, many people will watch this on the various platforms that I stream to. So I can honestly say that of the people who are watching this video, not just live, the video records to YouTube and they come back later and watch it. But Charlie, thank you for your concern. I'm wondering if you are one of the supporters. Uh, microdosing psychedelic drugs associated with uh, increases in conscientiousness and reductions in neuroticism. You know, everyone's talking about microdosing. This is where you take a low dose of a psychedelic drug and it can help you reduce stress and anxiety and other things. And supposedly, I have never done this, but I know a bunch of people who have. They say that by taking this, you, it's not quite enough to feel, really. You don't feel like you're in an altered state of mind, but it's just enough, I guess, to subtly change you. It can help with depression. It can help with other things, but they're not really sure about how it works. So they're beginning to study that. And uh, there's a lot of evidence on this. There was a study uh, that where levels of depression and stress decreased after a six-week period of microdosing and participants reported less mind-wandering. So it might actually lead to improved cognitive performance, but they found an increase in neuroticism. Uh, people, It says people uh, who score highly on this dimension of personality experience unpleasant emotions more frequently and tend to be more susceptible to depression and anxiety. They say that this was a puzzling finding and didn't seem to fit with the rest of the results. So um, uh, Charlie says, uh, I'm not a native speaker. Okay. Casio has launched its first G-Shock Wear OS smartwatch. This thing looks good. Now, I don't like the look of this G-Shock at all. And I'm very particular about the watches that I wear. I'm wearing my um, my uh, ghost anti-ghost net turtle watch today. Uh, but they say that their big focus is on sports tracking. It has 200 meter uh, water resistance like most uh, watches in this space. I just don't like this very bulky sort of case style that, that Casio does sometimes. Uh, but that's cool. It's the ProTrek range of Wear OS rugged smartwatches. This is its third generation. It also has released the G-Shock Move GBD 1000 back in 2020, which has fitness tracking and their proprietary OS in it. Uh, but let's see here. This is what I'm talking about. A theater of the mind for those just listening to the podcast. Do you see the thickness on the wrist? I do have a Mudman that I absolutely love. But that's for like camping and roughing it situations and not something where I would want to wear that every single day. Uh, so anyway, just just a note. Um, monkeys are on the loose. And there's a search underway after reports of these monkey sightings in Price Hill. Police in Price Hill have been on the search for furry fugitives. I have to read it in my news voice. After multiple calls of monkeys on the loose came into dispatch. For hours, I was just shook because that's not something you see every day, Sammy Trin said. Trin said he saw at least five monkeys across from her home near St. Joseph's Cemetery on West 8th Street. That's why we instantly pulled out cameras because it doesn't even sound believable. But that's right. One woman said she came out to get her cat and to take pictures. I thought the monkeys was gone. I started making jokes showing my mom. My mom thought I was crazy. I said, look, there's monkeys out here. Then I heard it making the noises. Not ooh-ooh-ah-ah stuff, but grunts. So I didn't know what it was, Alicia Tucker said. 
Alicha, A-L-Y-C-H-A, not, okay, that's the name. I'm not mispronouncing it. I just stood there as my eyes adjusted to pitch blackness. And that is when I saw it just standing there taller than garbage can. And its arms were real long hanging down and its arms are real skinny. So (laughs) there's some (laughs) monkeys. Um, Hasbro is selling a $700 Optimus Prime that can fully transform on its own. Let's see if we get, oh, good. Oh, that's really loud. That was really loud. That was really loud. Why is it? I'm sorry. I can't make it. I can't make it stop. <laughs> I can't make it stop. All right. Here you go. Here comes the Optimus Prime. This thing. Tra- look at this. Look at this transforming all by itself. Seven hundred bucks is a lot, but look at that. Oh man, that's awesome. Remember I was talking about the new Transformers movie and I was saying that the Transformers have to transform like this. Look at this. This is what we want. This is all I want in the movie. Look at that. 700 bucks though. But this thing is amazing. Look at this. Isn't that awesome? Generation one. If I, do I know anybody at, uh, did I say Hasbro is doing this thing? Did, do I know anybody at Hasbro? This is all I can, look at it transforming back. It's amazing. I have to have this. I have to have, <laughs> oh my God. And it drives too. And you can give it voice commands. That is insane. Use the mobile app. Every collector will enjoy the preloaded actions with more to come via Oh my download. gosh, this thing is amazing. I've got it. I've got to get guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I got now if they, if they do a star scream, they're not going to do a star scream. But if they did a star scream, oh my God, I don't know what's, I, my head will explode and you'll see it here on the show. And last but not least, Boston Dynamics robot dog spot has been taught to pee beer on command. Um, Okay, hang on. Let me let me show you the. This is not. It's not sold this way, as far as I can tell. Uh, but <laughs> they can. They've taught it. Hold on. I'm trying to get to the part of. Anyway, I'll let you do this on your own. It's absurd. But they programmed it to pee beer. <laughs> okay, that's all I've got for you. Hope you like the new setup. Sorry about the technical glitches. You know it happens. Uh, I'll be working on it. And uh, if any of y'all have something in mind that you'd like to see on the shelf back there, something cool or fun that I could put back there, there's lots of room. So uh, DM me on Twitter. You can follow me at Dan Benjamin on Twitter. You can email me uh, Dan at five by five dot TV. Twitter's probably better. Follow me everywhere you want to. Don't forget to like and subscribe and to ring uh, the little bell when you do it. Uh, so that uh, you can uh, game the YouTube algorithms. And of course, support me on Patreon if you haven't already, patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. And I know 100% that, uh, where is he here? In Where is he? The guy that was complaining, Charlie N. I know that Charlie N. is going to come in and donate $5 a month. I guarantee it because he complained. And the only way to affect change is to put your money where your mouth is. You want something to change? Patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. That's all I got for you. I'll see you again next time. And uh, you can count on this being much more regular now that I've got my setup back up. So um, look forward to seeing you all again next time. I'm Dan Benjamin. Have a good one.